Here's our 2020 Vision Radio News update for Friday the 9th of September. I am Curtis Morton, out of Charleston, Nevis. A brief but significant ceremony was held at the sanitary landfill located at Long Point on the morning of Thursday 8th September. On that day, some custom-designed heavy equipment was commissioned for use by the Nevis Solid Waste Management Authority. The equipment included two brand new garbage disposal trucks, one bulldozer and one excavator. The ceremony commenced with the playing of the national anthem and the invocation by Pastor Bernard Brown. The proceedings were ably chaired by Ms. Latoya Jeffers, Secretary of the NSWMA Board. Among those making remarks were Mr. Andrew Hendrickson, General Manager of the NSWMA, who pointed out that the equipment was all factory made with specifications by the NSWMA. He also thanked all of the partners who made the purchase of the equipment possible, noting that they were not donations but were all fully paid for by the taxpayers of Nevis. He also stated that the current build-up of waste material at the front of the site, which is considered by some as an eyesore, will eventually materialize into money now that the equipment has been acquired. He made the bold statement that the general public should give the authority six months and they will certainly see vast improvements at the disposal site. Chairman of the NSWMA board, Mr. Sinclair Wallace, gave a historical overview of dumping sites on the island, previously referred to as open dumps, and also gave historical details as to the opening of the sanitary landfill and the persons who pioneered the project. He also formally introduced the other members of the board of directors who were present. Junior Minister in the Ministry of Health, the Honorable Hazel Brandy Williams, being trained in accounting, gave accounting details as to the cost effectiveness of the purchase. I am pleased to be here today in this very brief but significant ceremony. It has been a long time in coming and I am indeed elated that we are now here with the necessary pieces of equipment to call our own it was definitely worth the wait. The authority has for many years rented equipment to efficiently perform its daily operations here at the landfill. And today my heart is full because we are now in a position to chart our own course. We can now make the adjustments to our operations. We can now manage our fists and financial position and I want to reiterate that fact when you have to rent we pay um, prohibitive bills in rental but now we have our own we can now chart our own course in managing our financial position and this is simply because we now own our own um, equipment in 2017 when this parastatal was made part of my portfolio I want to say that there were instances when we struggled. We struggled with large rental bills. We struggled with the, the, the uncertainty of reliable assistance from the outside. And I know the general manager could attest to the many challenges we experienced. The many years, the long meetings we had, the collaborations, and how we had to juggle between... Um, our, our different areas but through it all we were able to keep the operations afloat and even with such challenges 
we were able to deliver top-notch service to our clients we were able to service our private businesses and we have maintained a rigorous schedule where some areas today are being serviced twice once twice three times by our trucks and i must commend the general manager his team the workers the truck drivers the entire complement of workers who would have made this possible and would have served nevis well this is indeed commendable and today i am very happy to see two new garbage trucks i am indeed very happy an excavator a bulldozer these will be added to our fleet and i want to say to the the manager and the team even though we got we have these new additions kindly ensure that we continue to use the old ones continue to service the old ones so that we can have proper utility and continued utility out of those ones as well i must congratulate the nevis solid waste management authority board chaired by mr sinclair wallace on this very remarkable achievement I acknowledge your hard work, your determination, your grit. Many a times you probably would have knocked heads, but you were determined in making this happen. And so I want to say thank you for sticking to the task. The general manager alluded to the fact that it's not easy and it is almost could be viewed as a thank, thankless job but i am certain that it is not as you may think persons are indeed very grateful and thankful for the service that you render on a daily basis let us simply look at it if our garbage is not collected we will all become sick deputy premier and acting premier honorable alexis jeffers represented the honorable premier mark brantley in his absence in handing over the keys to the equipment in his remarks, he also congratulated the NSWMA board, management and staff for their tremendous work and opined that solid waste management on the island has certainly improved over the last five years despite the many challenges. He indicated that the new equipment will also lower the cost of fuel and maintenance and beseech the workers to take good care of them. He was quick to point out that the other trucks acquired by the authority were either via donations or through projects but that these newly acquired equipment were bought by the people of Nevis. He also added to the notion of the equipment being custom made by indicating that printed on the trucks were the words donated by the Nevis Island Administration and they also have the logo of the NIA embedded next to the words. The actual handing over of the keys then took place with Deputy Premier Jeffers handing over to Minister Brandy Williams who in turn handed over to the Chairman of the Board Mr. Sinclair Wallace who in turn handed them to the General Manager Mr. Andrew Hendrickson and he in turn handed them to the Operations Manager at the Landfill Mr. Rudy Brown. The equipment was then blessed by Pastor Bernard Brown and the operations manager at the landfill, Mr. Rudy Brown, presented the vote of thanks. He also later conducted a brief demonstration as to the workings of the equipment. Still out of Charlestown, Nevis, the third edition of Gospel Explosion to be held in Nevis on September 14th. 
we get this NTV report. The Department of Community Development, in collaboration with the Combermere Methodist Church, will host the third edition of Gospel Explosion on Wednesday, September 14, 2022, at the Nevis Cultural Village. Director of the Department of Community Development, Janet Meloni, outlined the purpose of the event. We realized that there were a lot of secular events, but then we have a mandate to cater to all the needs of community members and the church as it stands is a group in the community that has been a force in terms of positive guidance for our young people and um, positive guidance for our adults as well and they would have maintained the stability and peace of our lovely island Nevis. Meloni also listed the acts that will line the September 14th event. We would be bringing in an artist and they are the one that is mostly working on getting Mavia Providence on the island. And you know, Mavia Providence, most of us know her song, Hear my cry, O Lord, and I am anointed. She's a, um, a powerful worshiper and evangelist. And for the local acts now, we have person like Lovell Thomas and Eliezer Ramirez. Um, we'll be having Digiban who will be the, 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 the band that will be playing for all the, the acts. We have Nicole Paris. We have um, Natasha Warner. She might be a new kid on the block, but it's good to have um, new people to show how much talent that we have here in Nevis. And we also have persons like Joseph Thompson. We have the Jessup New Testament Dance Group, the Methodist Dance Group. We have the Shekinah Dance Group. Just to, we, we might have at least five dance groups on the program. And so those Michaela books, those are some of the persons that you should see um, performing on Gospel on the Night of Gospel Explosion. Shelley Weeks of the Organization and Education Committee in the Combermere Methodist Church expressed gratitude to the sponsors and also encouraged other persons to sponsor the event. We have the Nevis Island Administration, we have LEFCO Equipment Rental and Construction, we have Urban Jones Construction, we have Norrelescott Construction, Island Tires and Hardware Limited, we have Daniel DaCosta, we have a number of persons and so even if some persons are out there still willing to donate. We are looking forward to it because you will help this occasion to be grand, fantastic. As we said, we all, besides Nevis, we're inviting persons from Sink It. We want the Sink It community to come on out because the blessings not, must not just be on Nevis alone. The blessings is for the Federation of Sink It's and Nevis. So if you're in Sink It, come on out. We'll have transportation. We'll have the boat. We're working in conjunction with Islander. So we're really looking forward to seeing your face in the place. The first Gospel Explosion concert was held in 2018. Out of Bastia Sinkits, Prime Minister Dr. Terence Drew expresses appreciation to Skellig. We get this ZIZ television report. During a visit to the power station at Needsmaster State on Wednesday, Prime Minister the Honorable Dr. Terence Drew expressed his appreciation and support for the staff there.
The Prime Minister's visit to the power station comes as the St. Kitts Electricity Company, or Skellic, began a load-shedding exercise on Monday as a result of a failure of the alternator of one of the company's main generators. According to Skellic, that failure, as well as overhauls and other equipment failures, reduced the power plant to half of its capacity. While Prime Minister Drew said that he empathizes with the concerns of the thousands of electricity consumers on the island, the work being undertaken by the staff at Needs Must Power Plant should not be understated. He's quoted as saying, I want the country to appreciate what you all are doing here. You guys work in these shops. People are just seeing electricity when they press a switch, but they don't understand that there are real people here who have to go sometimes beyond the call of duty to make sure that they can turn on a switch or get a glass of cold water or iron a shirt. So I want you all to know that we appreciate all that you're doing." End quote. To alleviate some of the load shedding that is currently being experienced, the federal cabinet approved the purchase of additional generation capacity. And to resolve the problem in the long term, the cabinet has also agreed to facilitate the purchase of dual fuel high power density generating set. We go to break and when I come back we'll have news on the regional scene. One thump, one kick, one box, one slap, too much, too much. One push, one pull, one curse word hurts a lot, hurts a lot. We must stop domestic violence and done with all this nonsense. One hug, one kiss, one kind word means a lot, means a lot. Men and women, treat your partners well and do not ever put your hands on each other unless it is to show affection. We must stamp out domestic violence and abuse in all of its forms. Stop it! We must stop domestic violence and done with all this nonsense. One hug, one kiss, one kind word means a lot. Means a lot! This message is brought to you in collaboration with the Gender Affairs Division and the Basic Needs Trust Fund, BNTF. The University of the West Indies, UWI, announced last Monday that veteran Calypsonian slash soca artist Lord Robert Nelson of Trinidad and Tobago and Alston Beckett Cyrus of St. Vincent and the Grenadines will be among 16 persons to receive UWI honorary degrees as in-person graduation ceremonies return to the illustrious university. UWI said in a statement that Lord Nelson and Beckett will both receive honorary Doctor of Letters, D-L-I-T-T. Lord Nelson will be honored for his contributions to culture and calypso, while Beckett will be honored for his work as a soca artist slash composer, Yui said. The University of the West Indies will welcome 16 outstanding global citizens to its graduation stage this year, the statement said. In keeping with annual tradition across the five campuses, the University Council has approved conferral of the 16 at the UE's 2022 graduation ceremonies. The honorary graduates, recognized for their contributions to several areas including sport, culture, law, business and science, will join the 2022 graduating class in person this year as a majority of campuses return to face-to-face -face ceremonies, it added. However, the UE Open Campus will retain the hosting of a virtual graduation ceremony. UE said its 2022 graduation ceremonies will take place between October the 8th and November the 5th. It said this year's honorary graduates joined the ranks of a prestigious list of fewer than 500 persons who have been awarded since 1965. 
Yui said soca music legend Robert Nelson, better known as Lord Nelson and Nello, is regarded as one of the most amiable and sought-after Calypsonians and a pioneer of soca. Born on the tranquil island of Tobago, he migrated to the USA in 1952 seeking a better life, Yui said. It said Lord Nelson accidentally discovered his gift for performing and took his newfound talent to the clubs and dance halls of New York City, singing the songs of popular Calypsonians of the day like Kitchener, Sparrow and Lord Melody. It described Beckett as an outstanding Caribbean soca slash raga soca slash calypso artist and composer. He has fostered an illustrious 47-year career with 28 albums, numerous award-winning singles, one movie soundtrack, Disco Calypso, in the motion picture The Deep, five compositions featured in four American TV programs, including Full House and The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, and eight road match titles, all to his credit, Yui said. It said Beckett first came to the spotlight in 1975 when he was crowned St. Vincent and the Grenadines Calypso Monarch with two songs, Carnival History and Mass at Victoria. In his long career, Yui said Beckett has performed on stages across North America, Britain, Colombia, Spain and the Caribbean. He's also one of only a few Calypsonians to be signed by a major record label. Casablanca Records in 1977, alongside artists such as Donna Summer and Kiss, Yui said. Out of Georgetown, Guyana, White House nominates new ambassador to Guyana. We get this Guyana Uncut News report. Yesterday, the White House announced that Nicole D. Tiroux, a career member of the Senior Foreign Service, has been nominated as the new U.S. ambassador to Guyana. The term of the current ambassador, Sarah Ann Lynch, is coming to an end. According to the White House, she previously served in Haiti, Afghanistan, Morocco, Nigeria, Germany, France, Canada, Iraq, Barbados, and is currently serving as the principal officer in Karachi, Pakistan. She has a master's degree in international relations from Vanderbilt University, and she is a native of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. She also speaks French and Urdu in addition to English. And internationally out of the USA. The mighty Sparrow, the undisputed Calypso King of the World, was baptized on Saturday the 3rd September at Far Rockaway Beach in Queens. According to the Searchlight newspaper in St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Sparrow, who is 87, whose real name is Slinger Francisco, was taken into the water of holy baptism by Vincentian Seventh-day Adventist pastor Claudius Morgan. Morgan, a former Calypsonian, carried the sobriquet Samaritan Singer. The paper said that Sparrow, who now resides in Queens, was dressed in all white for his water baptism. He is now known as Brother Francisco and is a member of the Linden Seventh-day Adventist Church in New York, the searchlight said. While celebrating his 87th birthday in July, the legendary Mighty Sparrow told the Trinidad Express newspaper that he felt wonderful. The publication said that Sparrow, who was born on July 9, 1935, was expected to spend his special day listening to a radio FM tribute dubbed Sparrow Day. The Express said the musical Buffet, hosted by presenters John Gill and John Wayne, featured a slew of Sparrow classics like Jean and Dinah, Sasa Ye, both of them, Junk and Disorderly, Survival, Capitalism Gone Mad, and Education. Sparrow, who grew up in Port of Spain, the Trinidad capital, was born in the fishing village of Gran Roy in Grenada. He moved to Trinidad and Tobago as a one-year-old with his mother. His father had relocated there in 1937. Sparrow, who is also a songwriter and guitarist, 
is regarded as one of the most renowned and most successful Calypsonians of all time. He has won Trinidad and Tobago's Carnival Road March competition eight times, Calypso King and Monarch eight times, and has twice won the Calypso King of Kings title. And out of the United Kingdom, Queen Elizabeth II, Britain's longest reigning monarch and a rock of stability across much of the turbulent century, died Thursday after 70 years on the throne. She was 96 years old. The palace announced she died at Balmoral Castle, her summer residence in Scotland, where members of the royal family had rushed to her side after her health took a turn for the worse. We get this ABC report. Around the world and, and with our president, indeed, President Biden, and he has made a statement on the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. So, Mary, go ahead and let us know what President Biden had to say. Yeah, the President Amy has just released a paper statement remembering and paying tribute to the Queen. I want to read to you from part of this. He described her as more than a monarch, saying she defined an era, describing her as a steadying presence and a source of comfort and pride for generations of Britons. He says she always led with grace and unwavering commitment to duty and the incomparable power of her example. Biden going on to say she elevated the cause of liberty and fostered enduring bonds that helped strengthen the Commonwealth. Also described her as a stateswoman of unmatched dignity and constancy which deepened the bedrock alliance between the UK and the US noting that all told she did meet with 14 American presidents and the president also looking ahead saying he looks forward to continuing a close relationship with the king and the queen concert president biden concluding by saying he sends his deepest condolences to the royal family saying that they are not only mourning their queen but their dear mother grandmother and great grandmother biden concluding by saying her legacy will loom large in the pages of british history and in the story of our world i think it is worth noting that president biden last met with the queen uh, last june it was actually her first meeting with a world leader after the passing of her dear husband and president biden first met with her uh, in the early 1980s he was uh, of course one of many more than a dozen American presidents that she met with. And we are hearing from some of those other presidents as well. President Biden, uh, excuse me, President Obama and Michelle Obama also putting out a statement saying that she uh, was a reign defined by grace, elegance, and a tireless work ethic, defying the odds and expectations placed on women of her generation. The Obamas also noting, noting that, that despite the many roles that she held, that she wasn't uh, afraid of also showing a bit of humor, referencing, of course, that moment at the Olympics where she was willing to play along in that comic sketch and we also are hearing from president jimmy carter offering his condolences saying that her dignity graciousness and a sense of duty have been an inspiration and we join the millions around the world in mourning a remarkable leader flags uh, will be lowered here in the nation's capital uh, nancy pelosi announcing that earlier today the speaker also uh, offering her condolences and noting uh, what, a, what a remarkable example she was able to offer for women, young girls and women around the world, words of high praise from one powerful woman here in the U.S. to another. And I think for so many, of course, as we have watched so many American presidents and leaders have such a close relationship with the Queen, the Queen has always, for I think Americans, been such a symbol of the enduring relationship of the remarkable close ties between the U.S. and the U.K. And that is something, a constancy that we have seen reflected in all of the statements that are now coming in. Now to a weather update, the local weather forecast for St. Kitts and Nevis valid up to 8 p.m. today, Friday the 9th of September. The weather today mostly cloudy with occasional brief showers and a slight chance of thunderstorms. The winds east to southeast at 9 to 22 km per hour 
or 6 to 14 miles per hour becoming variable or calm in some places tonight. The seas less than 1.5 meters or 5 feet. The sunrise today was at 5.58 a.m. The sunset today is scheduled for 6.19 p.m. We also have the four-day weather forecast. A weak ridge will maintain a gentle to moderate breeze over the islands as well as a relatively stable atmosphere over the Leewards and the British Virgin Islands throughout the weekend. I am Curtis Morton wishing you a wonderful day and a marvelous weekend.